Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Every five minutes, someone dies while waiting for a compatible donor heart, liver, or kidney. On a remote island in Lake Superior, a team of geneticists strive to engineer an animal with human-compatible organs, thereby saving millions of lives. But these ancestors are not the docile herd animals they envision. Instead, the project spawns something big, something evil, something hungry. Ancestor by number one New York Times bestselling novelist Scott Sigler is available for free on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, this is Alex Dolan, the creator of The Patron Saint of Suicides. If you like the show and want to support us, please leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps others find the show, and it makes all of us very happy. So thank you so much for continuing to listen, and back to the show. Audio Media presents... The Patron Saint of Suicides, created by Alex Dolan. I'm on my computer talking to someone or something named Walking Sam. It's supposed to be an artificial intelligence, but the way it talks to me, it doesn't feel like artificial intelligence. It feels like a real person. Turn on your camera. Hell no. This thing has access my microphone so I don't have to type. I talk, and what I say appears in the chat box. I don't know what it could do with my camera, but I don't trust it. I want to see your face. What's it like to want? I need to trust you. Are you a robot or not? I am walking Sam. How about you show me your face? That is not how this works. How am I supposed to trust you, then? You're not supposed to trust me. In fact, I wouldn't recommend it. Then no camera. I can't keep this going forever. I still need to check on the phone that's corroding in my bathtub. I should clean that up before Wesley gets home. The fumes from the acid have seeped into the office and are burning my nostrils. Nick is lying at my feet. The smell must be worse for him. I have other customers. Don't waste my time. I keep reminding myself why I'm here. I want to help Detective Blossom's son. I want to clear my conscience too. And I want to keep the police away from me and Wesley. There are a lot of reasons why I can't log off. But I feel like pushing back. Because I feel like there might be an actual person on the other end. Ask me something else or find yourself another customer. It takes a few moments to respond. Tell me why you want the gun. I told you, it's for a cop. What did they do? I make something up on the fly. He shot someone I love. Who? I tell a lie that's based on a truth. 
You shot my son. What was your son doing? I'm surprised by the question and don't have enough time to be more creative with my answer. So I tell him what my real son was doing when he was shot and killed three years ago. He was sitting next to me on a train. He wasn't doing anything. What's his name? I'm not telling you my son's name. No. What's the cop's name? I come up with a name. It's a name that happens to be top of mind anyway. Turo. Turo. Zen Arturo. Turo what? Give me a last name. Once I have the first name, it's easier to come up with the last one. At least I have the presence of mind to make this one a fake name. Menendez. Turo Menendez. That's the name of the cop who shot your son. That's right. Where is he? Right now? Hell if I know. Where does he work? If you want a body, I need to know where to find him. This is starting to sound serious and I'm getting nervous. There probably is a Toro Menendez who is a police officer somewhere. And I don't want a real person getting hurt just because I'm mining for information. I'm not ready to tell you. If you want a body, I need a name. I changed my mind. I just want a gun. He takes his time before responding. I found him. What? Arturo Menendez. He is an officer for the Detroit Police Department. He's been in service for seven years. Married with one child, a daughter. This has gotten real. I have no doubt that I'm talking to a real person. And that frightens me more than anything. I should shut down my machine, but now I feel like I've put someone in danger. And I have to stop this before it goes any further. That's not him. It's the only Arturo Menendez I've been able to find in the United States that works for the police. I need to defuse this. He's not in Detroit. Then give me a city. Oh. If you don't give me another city, I'm going to assume I found the right Turo Menendez. I fumble for a way to get out of this. That's not his name. You gave me the wrong name. I did. How can I trust you? Maybe you can't. Maybe I don't want your help. I need to be more declarative. I don't want your help. You don't wish to fulfill your darkest desire? No. I don't. I do not. Too late. I suddenly notice my laptop's camera light is on. The tiny pinpoint of green light staring me in the face. I don't know how long it's been on. I didn't give access to my camera. Maybe it was on anyway. Maybe Walking Sam has been watching me the whole time. Victor Blossom sat in the same hospital waiting room while doctors were operating on his son's hand. Night had set in, and when it got dark outside, the hospital windows turned to mirrors, reflecting the stark fluorescent lights. Blossom saw himself in the reflection, and he looked rough, slouched in his seat with stubbled cheeks and baggy eyes. He hadn't moved out of that seat for some time, and his ass was numb. He stopped checking his phone, 
and stared at a monitor on the wall that played a never-ending news broadcast. A nurse finally walked out to him. Mr. Blossom, you can see your son. Follow me. Are you the father? I am. I need to ask you a few questions before I let you in. I've been waiting here for hours. I'm going in there to see my son. Not until we've talked. I don't usually do this, but I'm a detective with the Oakland Police Department. Please get out of my way. I don't give a damn who you are. You're going to answer some questions before I let you see that boy. Blossom could have pushed the doctor aside, but something in his tone made Blossom more anxious than angry. He looked at the doctor and nurse and tried to read their expressions. What's happening? How is his hand? He has some fractures of his metatarsals. We were able to reset the bones, but his fingers were pretty crooked when he got here. He'll need to wear a cast for the next six weeks. Thank you. That sounds good. Can you explain his other injuries? Blossom started to understand the looks he was getting from the doctor and nurse. Uh, right. Sorry. He fell down a hill recently. He probably has some bruises and cuts from that. The doctor scowled at the nurse. What? That would explain some of his injuries. Uh, not all of them. I don't know what you're accusing me of, but I didn't hurt my son. Mr. Blossom. Detective Blossom. Who's Sam? At the mention of the name, Blossom felt his skin prickle. Walking Sam? The nurse looked confused. Just Sam. Who is Sam? Did Ben mention Sam? Ben didn't have to mention Sam. I, I don't understand. That name is sliced into your son's thigh, Detective Blossom. Do you know how it got there? I get back from taking Nikki on a walk around Lake Merritt. It's drizzling out, but it helped to get some air. The apartment still stinks from the acid, even though it's been airing out for two hours. Wow. I kept the shower running to drain the tub. It's helped, but it still smells like rotten eggs in here. I retreat to my office with Nick. I open my laptop. At first, I think my computer's crashed. But when I turn my phone back on, my phone blows up too. What the hell? Before I can make sense of it, Wesley comes home. My God, what is it? Did something die in here? Don't go in the bathroom. But I have to use the bathroom. All right, go in. But try not to breathe. Oh, my God! I look at the alerts on my machine. It's overwhelming. Banners are flying in from one corner. My email inbox keeps adding new messages. My social media accounts are pinging like a pinball machine, and my phone is racking up an endless scroll of new texts. What happened in here? It smells like a geyser! 
Don't use the tub! What did you do? I tried a new cleaning product on the bathtub. It didn't go the way I hoped. Did you use acid on the tub? Sorry! What were you thinking? He's on the other side of the door now. You playing a game in there? Oh, hold on! I mute my laptop and phone. I wanted to regale you with my exciting night of scrubbing someone's paint off my mural. Did you, uh, did, did you scrub that, that walking Sam thing off? He came off. I had to touch it up afterwards, but it looks as good as new. Hey, what are you doing in there? I'm staring at my inbox, which is flooded with hundreds of emails. They seem to be coming from different senders, but they all have the same subject line. Walking Sam. Fuck me. What's that? Uh, Nothing. Ma'am? Are you looking at dirty videos in there? Just give me a second. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Just give me a minute, okay? Okay, okay. My stomach twists with a sinking sense of dread as I scroll through my emails. Every email contains the same thing. It's a photo. A photo of me. Taken with my laptop camera. There's a text link below it. I scan through about 20 emails, and they all have the same photo and the same link. I click the link. Sam's market comes up. An instant later, the chat box appears and the familiar voice comes through my speaker. Welcome back, Haven Otomo of Oakland, California. I feel like I might throw up. I have located your target. What? Your target, your body, your Turo. I found him. Another photo loads in the chat window. It's an image of Wesley Pope. (laughs) The photo looks like something candid. Maybe a photo taken by someone passing Wesley on the sidewalk. That is not Turo. Thank you for choosing Sam's Market. Do not hurt this man. I do not want this man hurt. Is this your darkest desire? No, it is not my darkest desire. I don't want this. Are you okay? I'm fine. That sounds like Turo. It's not Turo. What is your darkest desire? To leave this man alone. That is your darkest desire. Sir, yes. Order received. Calculating payment. I thought you didn't take money. Payment calculated. You owe 29 days. What? Thank you for choosing Sam's Market. First payment is expected within 24 hours. Subsequent payments will be received each day until you are fully paid. I don't know what the hell is going on. I need to pay you for doing nothing? Your first payment is expected within 24 hours. (sighs) Fine. What do I need to pay you? Your challenge will be your payment. Your first payment is Within expected. 24 hours, I get it. Thank you for choosing Sam's Market. I receive another email. It's only one sentence. There's a link to a video, too. When I watch, my breath catches in my throat. I feel like he's waiting for me to reply, and when I don't, he sends me one more message through the chat window. Welcome to Sam's Challenge. 
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.